Good Wednesday morning to you. I'm Chris, creator of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. Just thought I'd come by today and do Wednesday morning devotional. We're going to get started real quick. Uh, We're going to start with this song. I don't own the rights to this song. It's just a song that I really like. It's called Beloved by Darlene Jick.
Gracious God, we thank you for this day. We just wanted to come into remembrance to know and to see and understand just in our hearts this morning that you call us the beloved. You love us and you're the God that's constant yesterday, today, and forever. You delight in us. You see us. You hear us. Your love for us is infinite. Oh God, we just thank you for that this morning. This morning, I was just thinking about this song. Our Father God, this morning, I just was thinking about how how amazing the song is with the words that kept coming across uh, my mind and spirit and remembrance is that we are the beloved. We are sons, the daughters, however we identified in our various expansive identities in which you are well pleased. We don't have to perform for your love. We don't have to do anything to obtain your love. We already have it. And we just meditate on that today. And thank you for your infinite love that is stronger than the mountains that we face, that's higher than the power of the grave. Your love that is so wide, we can't get under it. We can't get over it. We just have it. Help us remember that today. How powerful, amazing that love is. You're a good, good father. You know exactly what it is that we need before we ever say a word. We just thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your compassion. We try deeply to take heart in the beauty that is for today. That we have breath in our body and life in our lungs. We lift up and cast our cares before you today as we look around and and realize everything that's going on in the world. And we just lift up everyone and their concerns right now, whatever they may be, whether it's loss, whether it's brokenness, whether it's uncertainty, whether it's fear, whether it's concern, whether it's joy, whether it's exhilaration, We just lift it up to you and know that you hear us, that you will answer, and that you are with us and for us. In Jesus' name, amen. How y'all doing today? I hope y'all having a good day today. I was just, like I said, thinking of that song today, and I wanted to uh, do a devotional uh, in the morning, which is today. We call it Wednesday morning devotional. I hope you're doing well. Um, so today uh, we're looking, uh, turn if you will, Psalms 91, 3 through 5. I have to, you know, full disclosure, this is not a devotional that I wrote, but it's a devotional that I have been thinking about because I saw it uh, the 23rd. I read it. I read some of United Church of Christ devotionals. A lot of them are really interesting. I don't always agree with every one of them, but for the most part, I like them. So feel free to check out that website. They have some amazing uh, leaders, uh, pastors, everyday individuals who write amazing uh, devotionals that get you to think. And this one is by Mary Louie. And I thought this one it about sums up where I am today. And I really was going to do something else, but this one was like, no, you, you need to read this one. So so we're going to go with it. Um, and I'll just share 
you know, my thoughts uh, to it. I'm definitely not the writer of it. I'm not trying to add or take away from uh, Mary Ludy's words. I just want to bring context in case people are like, what's that scripture about? Because that's what we always do with encouraging your spirit is I always tell you the who, what, where, why, and when of scripture. So that's about the only thing that I'm adding. So uh, the scripture is 91, three through five. It says, surely God will save you from the fowler's snare. You will not fear the terror of night nor the error uh, that flies. And that's Psalm 91, three through five. And it's the abbreviated version in the new international version. The verse uh, itself uses uh, interesting uh, metaphors in reference to continuing to praising God for God's protection. The first is the fowler snare. Bird hunters in uh, that era uh, mostly relied on trickery. One comic tactic was to trap younger birds and place them in cages to lure others. The bird catchers would hide themselves or their nets to surprise the animals and entrap them. Also, commentaries talk about 91, Psalm 91, 1 through 4, and they talk about the writers trusting the Lord as the most high and almighty that God is, is seen as a defender, a faithful protector. This passage uses a wide variety of terms suggesting security, such as shelter, refuge, fortress, shield, and buckler. Uh, Mary Ludy writes, we're solving the world's problems, aided by beer and making good progress until we came to the suffering of people in Ukraine, of the murder of a trans woman two towns over, and a neighbor whose husband with dementia is missing. Somebody sighed, I don't know how people who don't believe in God get through these things, which was a little embarrassing, she wrote, because she was thinking the opposite. I don't know how people who go through these things still believe in God. I learned this much as a pastor, Mary Ludy writes, suffering kills faith as often as it strengthens it. Some suffering people feel uplifted and held by God. Others feel abandoned by God. For some, faith confirms. For others, it defrauds. Sometimes Christians too casually offer God as strength, solace, and solution, as if saying the word God settles things. But it doesn't always. For some people, the surely of this psalm is a false promise. Surely mocks their pain. And you mustn't say that because there's a weakness in them, a fault in their theology or trust or character. You can't blame the victim. To question the Psalms surely may seem faithless, but it could also be an act of courage. Whatever it is, it's at least surely a great mystery, a mystery to be respected, not argued into submission, a mystery to be plumbed, not judged a mystery that deserves the company of our patient, wondering love. I really like that. Oh, I love that. Because I thought about how in life, me, you, us, ex, uh, uh, experience more than one thing can be true. And sometimes when you're going through an experience or looking at the world around us, sometimes we say these phrases, like she's saying when she's saying, surely, and I, I think what I get most out of this, this uh, analysis or this statement is that surely can represent many, you know, more than one thing to, to, to people, depending on what's going on or just, to, just period. It, it, it really can, you know, and oftentimes we do say 
uh, offer God strength as solace and solution, as if settling it, as if saying the word, God settles it. And while it, it may settle it for some, for others, they're in uncertainty. For others, it might not do that. For others, it might be a false promise. And, and it doesn't necessarily mean that we're saying God is false or that God is wrong or that God does not provide safety or security or fortress or shield. We're not saying that. But to question it, to, to look at, the, at, the, at what goes on in the world and just wonder, how did we get here? How are we here? Uh, is, is just as true as the people who are saying God and find security and find solace and, and find strength. And I just thought that was really deep to reflect on. And I don't have any words to really uh, follow through on saying, you know, uh, that the author's wrong or, or anything like that. And I don't think that's really the point, but I definitely found comfort in, in that because I thought how sometimes that's true. You know, we can look at experiences, pick one. I'm, I'm thinking healing. And there have been times where we've seen healing uh, occur naturally on this side. And then sometimes, you know, the person passed away. But we were still praying. But we were still believing. And I don't mean but as in negating it. I'm just saying more than one thing can be true. And sometimes I don't necessarily have, you know, an answer for that. Or you look at, for example, just just uh, yesterday, the tragedy of uh, Uval. I hope I'm saying it right, Texas, Uvalde, Texas, and the um, the the school shooting that happened there. I know in my own life. That God has, has been and is a comfort to the brokenhearted and crushed in spirit. And while that is true, I also don't always know why people make decisions to, to uh, be violent to others, be it Texas, be it the grocery store in Buffalo, uh, New York, be it to trans women, to trans men. I don't, I don't always have an answer for why that is. I don't have that answer. So I'm thinking about this in the, on a deeper level and just in context of every day and how sometimes when I think about like the song that we listen to reminding that I am the beloved, that there is nothing that separates me from God's love. And while I have his love, while I have God's love for certain, I can definitely speak with God and talk with God and pray with God about my uncertainty about what's going on in this world. More than one thing could be true at the same time. And that's why I love the prayer that she closed with. It says, before I get to that prayer, another point to add would be, I was thinking about this past weekend and how um, I went to the park in uh, Illinois, Allerton Park. And I was in this beautiful, amazing garden. And it was a garden of peonies. And they had every color. If you take a Crayola box, you know, and all the, the expansive wide array of colors, that's how it looks standing in that garden. Looking just rows and rows and rows of, of, of flowers that were beauty in, cover, in, in, in color. And I think about my uh, good friend to the podcast and, and in life, uh, Anton Wallace, who's, you know, been on Faith Conversations here and done... Uh, guest hosted hosted a show or two and he was I was talking with him and telling him about my experience of going to the park and he was talking about how nature is God 
this ability to see the goodness of God, the stillness, the beauty, the splendor, the majesty of God. And in many ways, it does feel like you're in different spaces because you can see all this beauty all around you, yet life in itself, the inner turmoil that me, you, us may feel from time to time is just as real as the fact that's the beauty of this garden, meaning it's just as true that people can feel the solace and strength of God as they can also feel uncertainty and un unsureness or the fact that, you know, you, you're, you're, you're sitting around in community with others and you have people that are experiencing loss, people that are experiencing the fact that their wife might be missing or their husband is missing or that their wife is gone and, and is not coming back, that the relationship has ended, that death has occurred, that you are praying, that you are believing and just the ability to hold space for all of it during these times when sometimes all I have to hold on is the promise of God or, or I was love or spirit's love because nothing else makes any logical sense in knowing in my heart and spirit that God is greater than how I might see it in this time. Let's close with this uh, word of prayer written by um, Mary Lou. Stay near us in the mystery of pain and faith, O oh God. Keep us near each other too. Whether our prayer is surely or surely not. I thought that's so deep because that's a real thing where we where we can be. Because I can think about times in my life where I had great, great faith. And then times in my life where me, me and spirit were just really having it out. Because I was like, look, I don't understand what's happening here. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And how there's there's enough space to hold for all of it. And that there's strength during during that time. Or just sometimes you're just walking through and you really have to go millisecond to millisecond, moment to moment. Keep us near each other too, whether our prayer is surely or surely not. I hope what I've said makes sense. I really do. And I hope it encourages your spirit and your heart and your mind. I want you to remember that you are the beloved. No matter what the report is saying, no matter what is going on in the world, you are the beloved. Keep that in your mind and your heart and your spirit. You be blessed. Have a great day. I'm Chris signing off.